Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, so I need to issue a very rare ups and downs warning on this episode of Ups and Downs for Smackdown because it is so damn hot in the UK. There's like there, there's like there, there's like there, there's like there, and they're just frying my bald brain. So I am probably going to sweat. As long as you like water though and liquid, everything's going to be okay. And that's right, we did just have another episode of Smackdown. And honestly, you may as well set your watches for surprises because this is Triple H's favorite thing in the world, which works for me because I love surprises too. Let's upload down. Okay, how did I not realise how good Raquel Rodriguez's music is? She came out to start Smackdown and my foot started tapping. It's like, man, that's great. She was also teaming with Aaliyah, which was huge for old Al, because she never actually has a proper match. And they were taking on Zia Lee and Shotley as part of the women's tag team title tournament. Every time I see Zia Lee on the main roster, I can't help but laugh. I mean, it's not her fault, but I'm always like, man, you have done nothing. Otherwise, though, yeah, this was fine. There were a few bumps in the road, but as we always say here on Ups and Downs, we're only human beings, and that's the only way to get better. And mostly, this was just a showcase for Raquel. She could go, rah, I'm really strong. I mean, at one point, she was taking her opponents and throwing one of them into the other. As ever, whenever Shotzi was in the ring, she was doing something nuts, like breaking up a pin courtesy of a senton. I think around about this stage is when Michael Cole was all like, oh, hey, don't forget Shotzi and Raquel have a history together, and I like that. This is when the camera just panned to ringside, and there was Sonia Deville and Natalia. I was like, where the hell did they come from? It's like they magic themselves into existence. This, of course, meant shenanigans were coming, and at one point, Shotzi and Raquel Rodriguez were just fighting with Natalia and Sonia. Because of this, the referee didn't call for a DQ because they never actually attacked anybody in the match. And seriously, imagine if that happened in any walk of life. We also built to the bid hot tad for Raquel and the fans were really up for that one, especially when she was hitting these massive fallaway slams. And eventually Aaliyah hit a neck breaker and then Rodriguez hit a powerbomb onto Xyli. One, two, three, and they are going on to the next round. Now I do not believe that these two will win the championships, but every single week Raquel Rodriguez seems to be getting more and more over. I think we should keep an eye on it. I also think this is going to help everybody short term. And look, opening a SmackDown, no promo, a women's match. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Carrying Cross and Scarlet were then in the back. And it took me a moment to realize because there was no gimp mask. Sorry. Anyway, they mentioned about being cast away before returning, which is the case. And also said, don't worry about the bloodline because it's now time for a new timeline. I was like, okay, I see why you said that, because it kind of rhymes, but also line with line, 
Come on, carry it. He then kind of took a step to his left, meaning we could see down the corridor, and Drew McIntyre was there. I was like, oh, man, Karen Cross, he a really weird person. But because, of course, Drew McIntyre's music started to play, he had to walk to the ring. That's just like Pavlovian conditioning for a wrestler. You hear your theme, you gotta go. Fans popped massive for Drew as well, so this has all worked. And he talked about how he knew why Karrion Cross had attacked him. And he'll deal with it after Clash of the Castle. And I'm like, do we? No? I don't think I know. I'm not sure whether I missed something or this was meant to be a tease. I don't know if I'm included. Then turned his attention to Roman Reigns, which was an absolute mistake, because this is when Karrion Cross and Scarlett's music started to play, and yes, they've got their old entrance. And why the flub we didn't do this before, I don't know. It has been ages since I saw it properly, and straight away you just go, well, this dude's a star. It also caused a distraction, and we actually never saw Karrion here. When the Usos ran in, they beat up Drew McIntyre, and they gave him the 1D, before they turned to Scarlett, and they were like, oh my gosh, you get in Roman Reigns' face, he's gonna kill you and Scarlett was like oh well we have the same message for your tribal chief so now they both want to murder each other and yet neither of them will go to jail it also means we have a McBain situation here because there's no better hunt than man and I tell you all of this is very intriguing there's clearly something we don't know yet but it's being teased I like it a lot it was then time to do for the Intercontinental title what we did for the US Championship recently. And we had this video, and honestly, in about two minutes, it just made the damn thing feel like the most important trinket in the entire world. And it actually got me angry in my tum-tum. I was like, why have we wasted it for so long? And of course, we're getting Shinsuke Nakamura versus Gunther for this title later. And I was so damn pumped, especially because we went to Shinsuke and he was all like, come on! because he's ready. The Viking Raiders were then making their way to the ring, and Kofi Kingston attacked them with a kendo stick, because of course Xavier Woods isn't able to return as of yet, and Kofi hates them, so I wouldn't do it. Sadly though, the numbers game is against Kingston, so Eric and Ivar hardly came back, but they put him in the rampway, and they dove off Barry Barricade, and just flattened him. And I tell you what we should do here. We should probably get to the pay-per-view premium live event. We should do the New Day versus the vicious Viking Raiders, although they're not vicious anymore, although they do act vicious. And the Viking Raiders should win, and then they should go and fight for the tag team titles. They should probably win those two. This was quick, this was nice, but it carried on the story. Madness then ensued, because Sami Zayn was headed to Roman Reigns' locker room when the Usos popped up and went, hey, what are you doing? And Drew McIntyre just went, he appeared and he beat everybody up. So much so, Sammy got scared and he ran away. So the question, of course, is why was he scared? Now, my theory did take a little bit of a shift when we got to the end of the show, but I am still convinced that eventually Sami Zayn is going to go back to be a babyface. And if you remember everything he did in NXT, oh man, I tell you, none of us were ready because no one makes you feel something like Mr. Zayn. We're also gonna have to start a new game here on Ups and Downs, namely, who the flub is gonna be the next person to return to WWE? Because we were then in the ring and we had two jobbers, I can't even remember their names, sorry, enhancement talent, we shouldn't insult them. When Hit Rose music hit, Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Stupid sentence. And out these three came, obviously not with Swerve Strickland because he's with AEW. Everybody went nuts. And yeah, as they said, we're back. And this can't have gone more than a minute either as Top Dollar absolutely wrecked them. And Ashanti the Adonis did his thing as B-Fab cheered them on from ringside. And yeah, they hit their finish. One, two, three. Got on the microphone. Cut one of their promos. I think they called themselves the OG3. So maybe they're going to switch to that name given that they are missing a certain someone. But I have no idea how they are going to succeed on the main roster. But I do know last time they weren't even given a shot. So now they can sink or they can swim. Plus, it's interesting to see because they're fresh blood. And without wanting to sound like a vampire, you always see fresh blood in wrestling. We then had a really nice moment where we paid tribute to Jean LaBelle, who very sadly did pass away this week. So, of course, everyone at What Culture sends thoughts to friends and family too. When we had a Gunther promo, and he was all like, I'm the Intercontinental Champion, and I'm still gonna be by the end of the night. Does that this mean somebody's lying to me because Shinsuke said exactly the same thing when it was surprise time again? Because Ronda Rousey just walked out of the crowd, hopped over Barry Barricade, and got in a ring. She was also all like, nope, not meant to be here, but what you're going to do. And given that she had been suspected and she had to pay the fine, she had a big bag full of notes and she just poured it everywhere. And I was like, Ronda, I don't think that is how this works. She was then going to leave, but officials came to the ring. She was like, oh man, I can't believe you did this, even though I was going to go on my own accord. And she started to beat them up when she stopped. However, when she was leaving, Shayna Baszler walked past her because she was headed to the squared circle for a contract signing. Because no matter who is in charge of WWE, we must have contract signings. Shayna was all like, what are you doing? This is not how it works. You've got to play the game. And Ronda turned and said, you used to be a killer. Now look at you, you absolute piece of trash. So I'm sorry, if that is not a tease for Ronda Rousey versus Shaney Baszler, didn't get any of those names right, so I'm too excited. But if it's not a tease for that match, what are we doing? And I have wanted this for ages, because I tell you, they have such a history. If you tell the story right, everyone's going to love it. Plus, they'll have a good match. See, this was 
definitely the right thing to do up. And then we did actually have a contract signing. Because <laughs> of course we did. Look, even though you know what to expect if you do it right, it does work. So Shayna got into the ring, she grabbed the microphone, and she said, I am going to sign this deal, and she did. And it means that Clash of the Council, I am going to beat Liv Morgan to become the SmackDown Women's Champion. I tell you, I think she is going to do it. And then I think we're going to do that Shayna Ronda feud, but the belt's going to be on the flubbing line. Eventually, Liv Morgan walked out too, and at first I was so excited because she was all like, oh, Baszler, you're nothing but a bootleg Ronda Rousey, and the crowd erupted. And then as she was signing the contract, they started to chant, you tapped out. And I was like, man, we ruined it. Morgan was also selling an injured arm here, so I suppose that's the tie into what Shayna Baszler did to her. So Shayna went right after that like it was flashing red, and Liv Morgan was an end-of-level boss. But thankfully, this did end when Morgan was able to reverse it and put Shayna through a table with the bulldog. Now, I'm still very worried about what we're going to do with Liv moving forward. Shayna Baszler is a great opponent, and if she gets her edge back... Well, do you remember what she used to be like once again down in NXT? The character I've always wanted a Raw Smackdown. This was fine. Up. The Usos were then yelling at Sami Zayn because he had legged it earlier. And Sami was like, it wasn't my fault. I was trying to get help. When they rocked the ring and they were like, Drew, you have angered us on this evening. So we want some kind of match right now. I was like, dudes, what are you doing? Of course he's going to accept. And here he was. For a good while, he had no partner either. But just before we were going to go to the commercial break, Mad Cat Moss's music hit and he ran to the ring, which means he must have been backstage going, quick, quick, find my song, find my song. Have you found it? Hit play. Okay, here I go. I mean, seriously, he got a great reaction when he did come out, although we probably do have to change his name. And after this, you just had a really solid tag team match, which of course featured because just as Drew McIntyre was getting all the momentum and was about to hit all the claymores, Sam arrived in the ring and was basically like, McIntyre, you need to calm down. This is no good. This is when Drew went after him. And from nowhere, the Usos were able to get back into it for a really good near fall. And then everybody was brawling on the outside and people were being knocked over Barry Barricade. When Drew just hit the claymore... One. It is important to note that Jimmy and Jay were about to hit the 1D, but Madcap stopped that by grabbing Jay's foot and pulling him out of the ring. So now he's a super duper good guy. And afterwards, McIntyre decided, you're going to get claim order, you're going to get claim order. As he went to give his last one, Sami Zayn was back and he took one quite literally on the chin for the Usos. And that surprised me because I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought he was going to turn babyface, and here, well, he'd be the damn good blood band member. So it really does feel like something is developing here, and dare I say it, it's developing organically. Yeah, I hate me too. But this is good angles up. The Maximum Male Models were then doing a photo shoot, so I was instantly happened because it was Goofy Wrestling, and Goofy Wrestling for life. And Matthew Pree was losing his mind here, like, man, this photographer, he absolutely sucks. When Los Lotharios walked up, and they were like, wait, we're good looking, we should be in your group. Now, the most interesting part of all of this is that they've got their names back. That's right, it's Angel Garza and Humberto Creo. So I wonder who else is going to get this treatment. Max fobbed them off because he doesn't think they're good looking enough to be in the group, but they said, no, we're talking to Maxine. Why don't you give us a call? So I presume this is going to be our first program and it's going to be about how attractive people are. Round of applause. We then had an interview with Ricochet after this, and while he wanted the winner of Gunther versus Shinsuke, this is where Corbin just went and ran right into him and also said, did you think we were done? Because you were not. Obviously, Pat McAfee on commentary was like, oh, I hate this man so much. 
So I suppose we could do some kind of tag team match here. Either way, it's fine. Which then brought us to the main event, which was for the Intercontinental title. And seriously, Gunther and Shinsuke Nakamura just had an excellent hard-hitting match. You should go and see it. Champ kept going for these chops. Obviously, Nakamura was aware of that, so he kind of got out of the way and booted him in the face. But then Gunther did this leapfrog and just punched Shinsuke right in the skull. And that was pretty good. In a panic, Shinsuke went after the arm. Even when Gunther was going to chops, he kind of turned it into an arm bar. And this was really smart because much like earlier, it started glowing red, so Nakamura knew he was going down the right path. I suppose this is the first time that Gunther has actually shown weakness on the main roster, but it did work because you like, well, it's Shinsuke Nakamura and he knows what he's doing. But eventually, he hit Shinsuke with this massive chop and I checked, Nakamura got sent into the Phantom Zone. They were then punching each other in the face and we had a bunch of German suplexes and when Gunther went for a big old splash, that too got reversed into an armbar. And this is when the fans chanted, we are awesome, not we are awesome, this is awesome. And they were right, on both accounts, love the fans. Speaking of the audience too, they were desperate for Shinsuke Nakamura to win here, so this dynamic has totally worked. And when he started building up to the Kinshasa, my word, the noise here, but instead, Gunther was like, no, and just took his head off with a clothesline. I was really getting into it. It really annoyed Gunther, so he tried to choke out Nakamura, but that didn't work. So instead, he drop-kicked him in the back of the head, and that was like a shotgun blast. He finished him off with the powerbomb. So not only did Shinsuke come out of this smelling of roses because he fought so hard, but Gunther is just on a tear right now. And if we do not make him champion in 2023, what the flub are we doing? When you do take Raw and you look at SmackDown, this has just been a really good week for WWE. And there's still plenty we can work on. There's still plenty that can get better. But as I've always said on ups and downs, you don't have to earn the ups, you have to earn the downs. Because everybody else does it in the opposite. And I like being a positive Pete, but I think they have had two very strong and very solid and very surprising shows. It up. Now please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles. Make sure you come follow us on social media. And ups and downs for Rampage will be live later, maybe even now, depending when you're watching this. So go watch that. My name is Sam for What Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.